Welcome to the Marketing Ops Now podcast series. We share valuable ideas worth stealing. And with a network of Marketing Ops influencers and experts, we keep a close eye on the latest trends for you. We'll talk about actionable ideas, models, insights, surveys that you can use today. And today we have Ralph Strauss with us. Very happy he's joining. He's conducting a survey among thousand CMOs in Europe. The research is not out yet, but hey, he's willing to share some exclusive ideas and insights with us. So today we'll talk about the marketing ops pillars according to 260 CMOs. It's based on our research and the research has been conducted by Ralph Strauss and his team. Welcome, Ralph. How are you doing? Thanks, Franz. First of all, thanks for the invitation. Um, very well. Happy to talk to you. And first of all, kudos to you. Um, you have been able to establish a profound network across marketing tech enthusiasts across Europe. So kudos to you, Franz. Thank you so much. And uh, kudos to you as well for uh, driving uh, the CMO community. It's a huge community in Germany and Europe. Also chairman of the board of European Marketing Confederation and you also have been um, working for Volkswagen as a uh, lead digitization of marketing and sales. So you know what you're talking about, long track record, and I would love to hear about the research that you have done. What was the sample? Who did you interview or survey? We started the marketing tech monitor, I guess, three or four years ago, because what we saw across all the discussions we had with CMOs or heads of digital online marketing there's a desperate need for first understanding what are best practices in getting uh, marketing tech being implemented, how to set up your organization, which skills you need, what are the challenges, barriers, e-privacy is coming around the corner, Google is building up its own sandbox. So bunches of topics are flying around. And so there's a desperate need in terms of understanding what are best practices, what are best ways to proceed, what are best sort of best practices in project setups, and so forth. So we started the marketing tech monitor, I guess, in 2019 for the first time. And quite honestly, Franz, we have been overwhelmed with the feedback we've gotten to say not it's just not a sales pitch or something like that, but that somebody's really sitting down and asks um, hundreds and hundreds of CMOs and heads of online marketing, um, what are their needs? What are their strategies? Is it best of breed versus sweet? Is it more sort of individualized strategies versus I go with wallet gardens or whatever. And so there's a desperate need in the market and uh, a cry for content. So we started it. Last year, we interviewed something like 600 CMOs in 2020 and got 30 interviews. This year we started and it's still ongoing. So I don't have the, all the final results still in front of myself. But we interviewed, I guess, 1,084 CMOs, heads of online marketing, digital, however, however the role or the function is being named. Plus, currently, we're still conducting also one-on-one -on -one interviews across the board, across different industry segments. And so the, the feedback is overwhelming, not, not only in the quantitative surveys, but also in the interviews to say um, some are more advanced, others are lagging behind. But the, the need is there to understand how can I best do that? How do, can I exchange between different companies? in terms of saying, how is Henkel doing or BMW, Lufthansa or whoever, and what can I learn from them and vice versa. So the demand in the market is tremendously high. 
That's great that people want to talk about what they're doing and how they are uh, progressing. You have conducted and are busy conducting uh, the monitor uh, this year. You have some findings already compared to last year and the findings of last year. So how do you see a, a development? What are key findings? I do think if you if look for the probably last three years, there are two, three, four major pillars coming up. And I'm quite um, um, happy to hopefully see within the next days and the results for um, 2020 as well, uh, and 2021 as well. There are two, three major pillars. Number one is everybody's looking for how, what are the best ways to aggregate your data? So talking about data aggregation, data management, ETL processes, and all the marketing analytics, so, so to speak. So it's all on the data layer. We have been working for the last 20, 25 years in CRM, and we always demanded to get customer data being aggregated. And I do think the majority of the companies has not yet been able to solve that. If we talk about data, how would you classify the data? Is it just any data, specific customer data? Is it maybe related to ROI? It's a bunch of different data sets. So fast-moving consumer goods, it's um, end consumer related data, since they're all trying to go omni-channel, direct to consumer. Um, but it's also market research, um, Nielsen data, IRI data. So all the data points I might be able to gather from, from my uh, customers. So it's a whole variety of different sets of data to be gathered and then putting some sometimes even simple reporting on top. Yeah? It's not predictive analytics directly at the first start, but it's just trying to understand my data. Since pretty often so far, even if I look at market research studies, you've gotten from GFK or Nielsen, you've gotten 200 pages of PowerPoint. You just briefly looked at it and you throw it away. And now I get directly the original data and I can slice it and dice it via my own dashboards. So getting my, my arms around working with data. So that's one of the major tasks so far. Great. And and then I'm very interested to learn, is the marketing ops manager responsible for collecting that data, interpreting it, distributing it, maybe even optimizing campaigns based on it? Where does that role stop and start? More and more organizations are looking for new organizational setups in marketing, first of all. Yeah? Um, do they already have something like a marketing operations manager? Absolutely clear, no. Is there a trend to get this implemented? Absolutely, yes. And I do think marketing ops is majorly driven out of um, the term marketing planning and steering, first of all. So it's, it's steering, getting data together, setting up a right KPI framework, setting up something like marketing analytics, so getting know-how and understanding out of data. Um, but do they already have some sort of marketing uh, defined marketing operations role after doing no? But more and more, they do have something like, an, <clears throat> and the role is called marketing planning and steering, which is in its core from the functional responsibility, something like marketing ops. But so far, it's not called that way. And so marketing ops should also be responsible for the processes, process frameworks, and stuff like that, which they don't have yet, even not large companies. That's fascinating because you just mentioned that a few companies have a marketing ops role. Recent research from uh, done in the United States by Brandmaker uh, sh revealed that I think uh, some 50% of the companies have a marketing ops role. Are we behind or are we calling it differently? Probably a combination of both, quite honestly. 
So number one is only something like 20, 25% of companies already say they do have their data really already being consolidated and made it workable. So we do lag behind when it comes to the implementation of tools. One of my former colleagues from Audi said a very nice quote. I'm not sure he would like to get remembered out of that quote because he said, well, if we are honest with each other, Ralph, even CRM has been implemented in, in sales and service for the last what, 20 years ago, something like that. And marketing has been reluctant to implement tools like CRM. And now we have a tremendous backlog in implementing tools. So yes, we are behind. Yeah? We are behind, number one, as a marketing function in comparison to sales or supply chain or service, interaction center and sales, pipeline opportunity management, mobile sales, yeah, things like that. I guess they have a longer tradition and history in using tools and applications in comparison to marketing. That's number one. Number two, I do think in Europe, Central Europe, we are more behind than, for example, Lithuania or Estonia and other uh, countries, also looking in my role as the European Marketing Confederation, those those countries are more advanced, yeah? more open to use new tools and digitalize the way they're operating. And number three is also, it's the naming of the function. I do think what I heard most in the German speaking context is more marketing planning and steering. And it's not so much marketing ops, but I do think from the, from the notion, from the function which I included into that role, it's pretty much the same. So you still call it differently, but but in, in, in a nutshell, it, it's pretty much the same. Also good for our audience to know that uh, it comes with different names and flavors. So this is concerning uh, data, data aggregation, which is you're saying we are responsible as marketing ops for collecting that, integrating it. Any other findings that you had? Uh, probably two, three, three things. As I said, number one is, um, as you say, data aggregation. Number two is um, CRM is coming back. Of the last years, I guess everybody's looking for CRM scenarios to manage first party data um, across all touch points. And if you look for um, fast moving consumer goods, or automotive companies, they all look into CRM scenarios. Huh? Across all touch points, collecting data and providing the best customer experience sent to clients. And so CRM is coming back. For all of us who are a little bit older, pretty similar as myself, it's a good sign. So a thing comes back, which you all understand. Yeah, it's a good old classical CRM thing. And the third thing which goes hand in hand with it is marketing analytics. So using the data, as you said before, is also getting a, a revenge since um, everybody's saying, well, now I've collected data. What can I do with the data? Not only for reporting purposes, but also I need to have some sort of higher valued and more elaborated and advanced analytics on top. Marketing spend optimization, marketing mix modeling is a big topic across the board from, from all companies, at least we've been we've spoken to. So it's making use of data, online, offline, unified modeling starts with attribution analysis down to classical media mix modeling. And last but not least, coming back to uh, marketing planning and steering is also hand in hand with, do we have a KPI framework? And is the KPI framework we do have, is it still the right one, suitable, yes or no? And so do we need to reinvent uh, the KPI framework? I just had a call this morning with a major car manufacturer and they also say, well, we do have some sort of KPI framework, but the KPI framework we found out is not suitable 
to cover really to cascade the strategy down to an operational tactical level. And number two is to, to cover the complexity of thousands of different channels and touch points. So we need to get more our arms around what should be the KPI framework and steering wheel then for marketing for the future. And last but not least, it all goes back as we already discussed this, how in the world can I organize my marketing so that I do have the right competencies? That pretty often the, the marketing departments are organized in a more siloed way, functionally structured. You have events, you have digital marketing, you have classical marketing, brand management or whatsoever. And um, they all struggle with that this classical functional structure is not suitable anymore for all the functions and competency areas we need to cover. It's just impossible. It doesn't work. Yeah. And then the question is, of course, what what does work? Do they come up with new ideas? So recently I was in a project where we collaborated with a consultant that was expert in finance, HR, ERP, warehousing, logistics. Mm -hmm. And that was a completely uh, different uh, ball game as you compare it to uh, what we are doing in, uh, in in marketing. They asked me for a process overview, almost like ISO standard. You know, where does this unit go to? And then I explained such things hardly exist. Uh, those overviews and let's say lead to order, order to cash uh -huh. type of processes don't exist. Uh, because we're not dealing with a tangible product. It's a human being with changing experiences, with changing um, opinions. Do you think maybe it's because we deal with humans as opposed to products and services that you can ship and, and touch that we have a hard time finding the right KPI framework? Two answers on that piece. Number one is, yes, we are, we are dealing with a human thing, but still the campaign management process, for example, yeah? You can you can write down a piece of paper, which is a standard process. Yes, there might be changes, shift and twists and twinkles here and there, but at the end of the day, it's a process. Yeah. And point I'm trying to make is we cannot always hide just to say marketing is differently, and because marketing we are the fancy guys with fancy advertisements, we do not have processes. This is not true. The bigger the organizations, the more they do have standardized processes. Yeah? It's sometimes not being documented in the way you have it in supply chain, yeah, like ISO standard or something like that, up to the yes, but we do have processes. The second thing is they always do have some sort of KPI framework. Some have implemented a balanced scorecard system some centuries ago, at least it feels that way. And now they just come to the point to say, is it KPI framework still suitable to drive and manage the entire company? Um, to get a connection between marketing and sales, to really deduct KPIs from based on corporate strategy down to lowest tactical level. Yeah? That you always can say, these activities contribute in a certain way to my overall strategy. And it's more or less to say, yes, we do have a KPI framework, but it's just old fashioned and it's not suitable for what we do need today. Now we have the, we have pressure from different angles. Number one is they need to reinvent their KPI frameworks, managing and steering. They need to look for how do you structure your organization in terms of competencies, functional organizational structures, then which sort of processes are you going to run in today and in the future, and which sort of um, tools are you going to use. Yeah? So marketing tech manager, for example, is a role which everybody is looking for currently. Helping to yeah, bridge the gap on all these challenges is probably more than ever needed. 
And it's less probably what I said, a functional role, but it's also has a strong impact in project management to drive or to be at the spearhead of the transformation of marketing. Yeah? It's not an operational role in day-to-day -day business, but more sort of although in, in the project setup. We talked about the KPI framework. Is that typically something that people are looking at the marketing ops managers to fine-tune that, to set it up? Or is that co-created with uh, CMOs? How does that work? Normally, um, if I look for balanced scorecard or OKR, objectives and key results, projects, it's in the majority of the cases you have one person who's driving that. Yeah, After the one key lessons learned is if you don't have a responsible project lead for reinventing the KPI framework, you will fail, certainly. Mm -hmm. Number two is then this person, if you're using balanced scorecard methodology or OKR, this person then needs to work closely, number one, with the CMO, but number two is also with probably corporate strategy to say which sort of KPIs are you using on the other side or with sales or with service areas or supply chain, whoever, in terms of also connecting the dots on different angles. Uh, plus then also have team members also uh, jumping in to say it's not something we derive top down, but it needs to be developed within the entire organization. And so you need somebody driving this process. So this is at the, at the core of the entire marketing operation. And does that sit with marketing operations managers or is that? At, at, at least what I've seen so far, it's, um, it's staff reporting to the CMO. So that's one option. Number two is you have a function called marketing planning and steering. That's one thing. Yeah. Or sometimes what I also saw is that you have some sort of a brand manager who needs to manage this sort of project role in parallel to his day-to-day -day job. So it, it's differently organized across the different organizations, but at the core, it always goes back to say, we need to have somebody who gets all the pieces in his or her hand from people, organization, processes, KPI framework, and toolset. So the I would just say the orchestrator of the entire orchestra to get all the bits and pieces together. The research done in America uh, states that 62% of CMOs want to spend more time on marketing operations, solving it, not spending more time on operations, reducing, I think, the actual time. Is that something you see? Is that something that reflects also in your survey and results? I do think you have, um, from, a, from a marketing or CMO perspective, you have two angles. One is the external perspective, you have a campaign, you have activities, lead management whatsoever, or brand awareness, or however you measure it. And the other side is more the internal perspective. And marketing ops is, I guess everybody understands that when you want to go into a data-driven marketing, you need first to clean up your, your inter or do your homework internally, since otherwise you will not be able to execute externally. So, and what we do see across the board is everybody's looking into we need to lay the groundwork for future data-driven marketing. We need to have, before we go outside, we first need to do the homework internally. And then you end up with people, processes, all that marketing operations stuff. We're reaching the end of the podcast. Is there anything we, we missed, something that you thought, hey, that's interesting, funny even, uh, interesting the, result? Out of all the discussions over the last, I've got three to four years, there's still the two or three things which always are striking me. Number one is still there are organizations who buy software first before they have an idea about their business blueprint and 
processes and their requirements. So first we go out shopping. It's like when your wife asks you to go out to the market and get something for the weekend, you go out, you buy something and you have no idea if it's suitable for your wife, yes or no. Yeah? So it's pretty much the same thing. We go out and buy software first. Number two is people then start all the second thing which is striking me is uh, pretty often you start building the organization first. And the experience of the last 400 years shows you that organization is just some sort of derivative out of processes. Yeah, um, It's not starting with the organization first, but you need to start with processes. But still, if I have discussions with organizations, it's we discuss our functional structures and incentive mechanisms, but you first need to say, which sort of processes are you trying to cover? Yeah? So the organization, if, if your structure is just a means and enabler for processes. Yeah? And the third thing is, as is probably for the last 20 years or so, everybody talking about change management. Yes, change management is necessary at all levels and stuff like that. Who's taking change management serious? Really, that it's not a fluffy, puffy statement on a PowerPoint chart, but that you really put effort in it, that you have change management agents, for example, or people really doing care with profound change management tools and capabilities and really put effort in that. At least over the last something like 10 years, 15 years, I have hardly seen any organization who's really putting systematically and structured effort on change management as well as on training. And if they send their people for training, sometimes it's, at least I've seen a couple of large companies in Germany, it's training on digital life. What are digital tools you have? Yeah, Virtual reality and things like that. But what the trainings are missing is hardcore requirements engineering. It's so more sort of the uh, make yourself comfortable with the handwork, with the things you, you need to cover, and not the, the, the fluffy puffy thing, which is nice to have, but doesn't help you in the operative processes. So if I listen carefully, the, there are three three elements. It's buy first and then think later. Yeah. <laughs> That's one. The second one is process first uh, before you start uh, implementing stuff and change management. They all, these three, they all sound like marketing ops to me. And I do think under the, the notion of marketing ops, now we need to to implement it, to take it serious, get, really get it implemented in the organization. So it's not just like a new headline, which you put on something, how would you say, lipstick on a pick? But you need to take it serious, and particularly, how do I manage it within an organization in terms of training, in terms of people, in terms of processes? Since you cannot, you are not able to do fluffy, puffy stuff in the market and support sales and revenue if you have not done your homework. As I, as I said, my mother always said, do your homework first, son, and then you do something else. And it is now time, under the notion of marketing ops, doing our homework. And see where it brought you <laughs> in a good position. So uh, I, I hear plenty of stuff to talk about in more detail in next podcast. Uh, again, uh, how you select software, buy first, think later, uh, and how can we turn this around? Processes, change management. Uh, we talked about KPI frameworks, data aggregation. Uh, it's all in the territory of marketing ops managers. Um, I think this was it for today. I'd love for you to join for uh, next podcast sessions that we'll do with Ralph. Please send us your actionable idea, model, insight, or survey to uh, um, Brentmaker. And um, who knows, we'll cover it next time.
Thank you very much for now.